Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Dan Peterson and Jamie Weisler. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, eight-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and... As of now, three-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We just won that last week when I was off. So maybe that's why we won it, because I was <laughs> off. Uh, presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast, which was a great night last night. It was a good night I last fell asleep. Night. I think they won. It was oh, yes. four to one, yes. I think, when yes, I fell they asleep. Did. Yes. So. You missed a boxing match at the end. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The last five minutes was... Uh... And then uh, we are also... On, in um, business of the year, medium-sized category, running at the London Chamber of Commerce, we made the final four. Oh, well, that's great. Congratulations. That's great. Now we have to wait till March 25th <laughs> and to see who's going to win. So, but uh, we're pretty happy they did that also while I was away. So again, is <laughs> there You should go away more yeah, often. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> when I'm not there, good things happen. Yeah. Well, the Chamber puts on a, a pretty good deal and uh, there's a lot of stuff you have to go through to get that far. Yeah. Yeah, there was. And, uh, I had to bring Tim out of retirement and he <laughs> helped the team out and, uh, he did a great presentation. So that's great. We'll cross our fingers. <laughs> um, the phone lines are open. If you want to give us a call about your heating, air conditioning or plumbing, because we got the godfather of plumbing here this morning. <laughs> uh, the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Mr. Gilbert isn't here, so we have eight hundred and twenty-one likes on Facebook <laughs> on our way to a thousand. I do want to thank London uh, for the support that they gave to the Continental Cup of Curling last week. Uh, Western Fair just did an awesome job. You know, we're not hearing a lot of positive news, but I'll tell you, Western Fair really knocked it out of the park this time and, yeah, that's good. and did an awesome job down there. Yep. And then the we were sold out pretty well for the whole event. The first draw, the 9 o'clock draw on Thursday was a little light, and then when everybody realized Canada wasn't going to win, the last <laughs> draw on Sunday was, <laughs> was, a, a little bit light. was a little bit light as well. But other than that, we hit our targets. Everything was great. Fans had a great time. Clappers were good. We got the yep. wave going. Yeah. So it was all worked out really well. So I just want to thank London and the surrounding areas for all their support. They did a great job. And you were there? I think you were on TSN too. Didn't you? Uh, so maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, I wasn't looking to be on TSN. But yeah, it was a great time. And uh, the fans were fantastic. Um, yeah. And the curlers were. Maybe the Canadian team didn't gel quite the uh, as yep. well as the Europeans, but and, uh, and, and it happens. goes to talk about team because yep. you could see the Europeans were a team. Yeah, if one game finished, they would sit down on the bumper and cheer on the other yeah. team. You know where the Canadians would walk off. Yeah, so it was you could see they were a team, and the Canadians were still a bunch of individual teams right. that mm. really hadn't gelled yep. together yep. like they needed to. Yep. That's just my opinion. Huh? Oh, my opinion too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> nobody pays us for our opinions. No. So, <laughs> no. so and we're going to start next week on trying to bring the next event. So you just finish one and then you pick it up and start on the other. But it will be 2023 
probably before we'll see another, another major one. curling yeah. event here. We got to give the volunteers a little bit of a rest. We did 2018 and 2020, so we had a couple of quick ones there. Well, and there's a lot of the same volunteers, a lot yeah. of the same good core of people that uh, come out. With gray hair. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, well, <laughs> Some don't have hair. We did. We looked, when the ice was going in, we all stopped and looked out there and went, wow. <laughs> we could have a problem here, you know, because there was a lot of us that were, had no hair. Or gray hair, <laughs> we're saying maybe uh, it's time to retire. <laughs> now, we have songs today by Rush because? Unfortunately, I'm passing up Neil Peart. Yeah, the drummer. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So uh, I couldn't do it last week because I had sent the songs in to Kelly really early because I knew I would forget to do it. And we did kind of songs about sports last week. Uh, and we, so today we'll have songs by Rush, so they'll all be good and we'll remember them. And, yeah. uh, I said, I think he played Parkside. Did he? Yeah. I think yeah. Rush played Parkside yeah. when I was going to school there on, and I did the, no, I did the open the curtain. Oh. And, yeah. and turn the lights turn on. Turn the lights on there. Yep. And then, uh, then yeah. sit there till it was all over and close the curtains and put the lights <laughs> on. So. Dan and I went and saw Rush in uh, yeah, Toronto. Yeah, we did. Yeah, on the that. Clockwork Angels tour. Yeah, yeah uh, at the uh, ACC the or whatever ACC, they call it there. Yeah, Nova Scotia now, isn't yeah. it? But uh, yeah, it was a good time, yeah. yeah. Bring back memories, Dan? And bring back memories. Were you dancing? Was he dancing? No. no, no he wasn't no, dancing? No, no, no. We're, there was not a lot of dancing no. room where we were. <laughs> you were up a long at the ceiling? Ways, ceiling well, we were, we were up a little bit, but yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, well, we were on the railing. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a good... They were yeah. good seats. It was a good show. Seats, yeah. 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 Well, and you said earlier, that's why go see whoever you yep. want to see. If there's someone you want to see, and it doesn't matter whether it's Reba McIntyre or Bob Dylan, yeah. go see him because yeah. you just don't know. Yeah. And nobody even knew Neil was sick. I mean, no. his core knew, but yeah, so. yeah, but uh, yeah. So it's right, and we're lucky. We get a lot of good bands. We get here. a lot, a lot of good bands in this town. Yeah. Doobie Brothers are coming. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, With Michael McDonald, yeah, they I already were, have my tickets. Yeah, and they were <laughs> a favorite of mine. And it's one of those now. Is my knee going to be good enough? And you know, kind of hum back and yeah. forth, but. <laughs> We'll see. I I got a call yesterday. You must have some poll, you know, on night's tickets. I'm going, no, I don't have any poll. No. <laughs> I got to stand in line just like everybody else and try to get tickets. So, Well, we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. I had to find a little drums on the side. It's hard to narrow it down to four songs. Absolutely. You know, when you start listening to, well, I know that one. I know yeah. this one. Their yeah. library of songs was huge. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Rush. Yeah. So this is going to be Rush questions today, Dan. Like, Rush questions? Yeah, yeah quick ones. <laughs> you know, I got to answer oh, them. They'd and, have to be quick for me. <laughs> so this one was, you know, we had a little bit of rain last week. Yes. Just a little, you know, yep. it's drizzling, I think. <laughs> yeah. And it says my sump pump can't keep up with all the water that is coming in. Can I change it to a larger horsepower? Will that fix it? Or is there something else I can do? Well, it's not necessarily the horsepower. It's the, the volume of water it will pump. 
So you're going to have to um, go to the statistics on those pumps the, and find out which ones are going to pump the most water. Ordinarily, you would think a half horsepower would pump enough water, but you have to go by the volume of water it's going to pump. So it's not really a question of horsepower all the time. Now, most pumps are what? Like if you buy a new home and it's got a sump pump in it, you're going to have a... Probably a quarter horse. Right. Quarter horse. Um, and then I prefer a, a half, but... And with what size pipe coming out of it? Inch and a half? Well, they have inch and a half, but a lot of them are tapped inch and a quarter. So inch and a quarter isn't common much anymore. So pretty well all of them are running inch and a half. You'll see the odd two-inch one out there, but that's usually more for a trash pump or so. A if you put a two-inch uh, pipe out all the way, they have to get all the way out, not that's just right. part of the way. That's right. But if you don't change the pump, you're still not pumping more that's water. That's right. That's right. And and lift is an important thing too. How high will the pump um, pump? Some will only pump three, four feet. Some will pump 10 feet. So, so you also not only have to know how many gallons they're going to pump, but you have to know how high you have to pump. So it's important to let measure from the bottom of the pit up to where the pipe goes out. And some of them just pump on your um, grass, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and a you, lot. it could freeze. Yes. Yes. Mm. So you could be pumping, but it's not getting out and that water's coming back in. That's right. And the water just recycles. And sometimes with the really cold weather, someone will put a pipe on the end of it and to take it away, further away from the house, but be careful that you've got lots of slope on that because I've seen those freeze and then the pump isn't pumping anything So yeah. because it freezes over. So just make sure of those couple of small things. Make sure you have lots of slope and make sure that the, the water can get away from the house if you're pumping close to the house. And if you have a, a backup pump. Yes. You're using the same pipe going outside. Most of them, yes. Yeah. You could put a separate one out, but most of the time it's the same pipe that's going out. So if it's frozen, <laughs> it doesn't right. matter, it doesn't matter, what, it doesn't matter what you have. Backup means nothing if it's frozen. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Now, float on it. Is there better floats that will react quicker or does that really matter? Well, there's some vertical floats which is just a float. The old time sump pumps always used to have a vertical float that just went straight up and down to turn it on and off. And the newer ones have a float switch that looks like a ball with a wired onto the pump that goes up and down. Um, both of them work really well. Uh, the one with the, the float switch, with the, the wire you can adjust to not like get more water in your pit before it comes on. Right. So th that's really the only advantage from one switch to another. Now those floats can get waterlogged. If they get a little bit of a hole and they right. can get water. Or a yes. crack or, yes. so again, yes. regular checking your sump pumps yes. and the pit and. Right. And, and, and I've seen them, the lime in the water build up on the float, which makes the float heavier which makes it longer before it comes on. You got to get more water in there. So it's maybe not pumping when you really want it to. So make sure you look at that and you'll see if there's a buildup on that float. Um, quite often the float will be black. You'll see a white buildup on there. Make sure you clean that off. And that's the same whether it's a vertical float or a float switch. Both can have lime buildup on them. 
Now the um, pit. How yeah. is there a distance that you know we should be four inches from the top of the pit when the pump comes on, or should it be get right up to the top of the pit? No, it should never come up to the top. But it really it 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 depends on where the pipe from around your house comes into that pit. You want that when the pump comes on, you want that set so that it drains the water out of that pipe. So the pipe around the house, depending on how low they put the pit, may come in at different levels. So just check your your uh, pipe that's coming in from around the foundation and make sure your pump comes on before it gets up to that level because you want to drain that water out of that pipe around the house. Will goldfish live in the pit? Well, they, you know, like the, if I want to clean my goldfish bowl, <laughs> I can put the goldfish in the pit. I'd be a little you, cold. You yeah. probably could until they get, unless they're down near the bottom when the pump comes so, on and then they're. They're outside. They're outside. They could be outside, okay. yes. So, well, I just. Uh, question on that too though, Dan, does, does it matter, the pump system matter where your your house is? So like in, in the St. Thomas area where we are, and lots of clay, you're not down yeah. too far. And yeah. So water doesn't have a chance to migrate very far outside of your house. It, right. get, it gets drawn into your yeah. Here's some system where, yeah. you know, somewhere it's a little bit more sandy or loamy. Is that a different system or is it not an issue there? No, it really is not that much of an issue. Um, most homes that have a sump pump, there's usually a storm sewer near them. And most sump pumps discharge into that storm sewer. Uh, if you get more out in the country, you're going to have more clay or more sand. And, and I pref- I, it's nice to see the sandy soil so that it all dissipates and dissipates in all directions then. But the clay will probably bring it back to your house. Hmm. And then, so the further you can get it away from the house, the better, actually. Now, is so, it better to bury that pipe? Like, if you got the pipe coming outside, do you dig it down and... and... If you can make sure that there's enough slope on it, then make sure you've got a minimum quarter inch per foot on the on the slope away. And, and then you can bury that pipe. You can bury it. Yeah, I found out when I had... Did my water feature, I put in some cement, uh, I call them railroad ties. That's probably not the right, but they look mm-hmm. like they're yep. wood. But, yep. and when they were digging it out to put the gravel in, I always wondered where my eaves troughs, they went into this pipe. I always wondered where it went. And we found it. We found it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and they probably drained out into the backyard because yep. you're a lower tier down there. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out why I never had grass would never grow there <laughs> until they dug it up. And I went, well, that's why. But All that the would be a perfect there. place for a pipe to go for a sump pump. Yeah. Because it'd keep it away from the house. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I hope that answers the question that our listener had. Um, hum- this time, you know, I've, I have a lot of friends that are out in Newfoundland, Labrador, and they've been sending me pictures of videos. I was there when the hurricane force winds hit while the briar was on and saw the roof <laughs> of the convention center <laughs> yeah. lifting. So when he showed me the picture of the wind, I'm going, yeah, I've seen that wind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I walked out, I was surprised already how much snow is starting to swirl. And, Mm -hmm. you know, vents, we have to be careful to make sure vents are clear. Yes. Um, And, you know, I say it, whether it's your furnace water heater or your dryer or your gas meter, we need to kind of make sure they're all clear. We haven't had a lot of snow, so we all forget about it. Yeah. But it was, you know, I had no snow on my walkway, but uh, my garage, in front of my garage door, I had a couple of feet. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Just with that wind that's blowing and, and it looks it, out the window, it's blowing. It won't take much to, to start building up. 
so just make sure that all the ice and and uh, snow is away from those areas. And watch out for white dogs. White dogs. <laughs> <laughs> when I put my dog out, I can't tell where it is. Because... Need to tie a red bow on. Yeah. I got some of those flashing lights, yep. but she chews through it. She doesn't like having it on, so she chews through it, and I see a flashing light in the snow, and I, <laughs> I go, oh, that's where she is. No, no, she's not there. Whiteout is a total different story when it comes to your house. Right. Yes, it, yes, it is. So, um, what's a comfortable level for humidity in a home? People are uh, now, you know, is it's getting colder? Uh, yes, yes, people are starting to... Getting, getting dried out now, yeah. so to speak. So, I mean, 35 to 45 is where we'd like it, if we can. Mm-hmm. Not always we can get it there. Right. But that's, you know, below that you'll get, you know, dry skin, dry uh, throat. Uh, higher than that, then you can get uh, wet windows, mold starting yeah. to, to form in places yeah. like that. Where's the sweet spot for static electricity? Uh, well, 35, 45, you shouldn't have any, but could be 34, you yeah. do. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The dogs feel it. So. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, and that's the tough thing with all the rain and everything we had, it would be no problem yeah. last right. weekend. Right. Now with the coldness and the snow, but they're talking rain maybe later. Yeah. Well, then we have more humidity in the air that's going to come in. Yeah. So, and I feel it with the temperature. You know, yes. your house, yes. as the humidity drops, I got to turn my temperature up. Yes. But if the humidity's higher, then I feel like it's hotter in the house, yep. even though it hasn't changed yep. in temperature. Yep. So, so it's something that you're, you know, it's a good thing to pay attention to. Newer homes, problem is they have too much humidity and they got to have an HRV yep. to pull that humidity well, out. Yeah, no matter what they use to build those homes, there's a certain amount of moisture in there and... And they do end up with more humidity in them. And those vents as well, your HRV vents yes. uh, outside need to be cleared. Usually the exhaust will melt, but the intake where it's sucking in can suck that snow up in right. there and plug it. So, And these new homes are so airtight. They don't really give a chance for that drafty window or something to let some of that outside right. in. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open. At 519-643-2222 or It just sounds like when I play the drums, yep. doesn't it, Jamie? It looks yeah. like it, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just missed that just symbol missed over that, there all the, the time. The high top, yeah. I said, how many times do you do that? You're driving in the car and you're playing yeah. the drums. And, but good songs, yep. all good songs. Yep. Rush yep. today. Yeah. We rushed Steve out of the city, so that's why we <laughs> thought we'd play that. So he's on a, a boys or a men's retreat to, this weekend somewhere. Oh, yeah. So, Secret, yeah. he wouldn't wouldn't tell wouldn't me tell where so. he was going. Oh. Secret, yeah, well. so, mm. unless you know, maybe he's just not telling me. No, so. I don't know. <laughs> he tells me probably a lot less than he tells you. <laughs> but he was at the Continental Cup as well. He was our pylon. I called him because he had his yellow jersey on, so everybody else would be around. You'd see this yellow was, jersey, yeah. so we knew where he was. But uh, 
he helped explain curling to all the new people. And yeah, that's good. That's we had good. Logan, our Make-A-Wish uh, child there uh, and his family. So we had a lot of fun with him and seeing curling. He had, I think, six clappers together so that he could make enough noise. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, so, Jamie, you had a couple questions. You were quizzing me. Yep. It's just because uh, we've gone down the path of uh, a tankless water unit at our house. And I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's so- certainly something you have to get used to. It is not a hot water tank. And so you have to know that, you know, you, ha- you have to run the water first to get water, blah, blah. And, and there is even a way around that now with the yeah. system that you have installed at your place. Uh, but the, the wife was having some concerns about the dishwasher. So it took a while to get used to the dishwasher and, you know, turn make sure you turn the hot water on, get it hot before you turn the dishwasher on. But um, there's been an interruption of... When the dishwasher is running, and if you run water in the sink, the the water doesn't become hot. Right. Because the biggest thing with tankless water heaters is flow. So until you have enough flow, so we, even an aerator on a uh, faucet, if it is plugged or has lime buildup in it and reduces the flow, that sometimes will not allow the tankless to start up because there's right. not enough water flow. Right. So... You know, we're paying a lot more attention to those things. And, uh, you know, when you turn it on and you got one little thing going sideways, yep. that tells you there's something wrong in that aerator and you need to take it out and clean it. But if you, these dishwashers and washers are trying to become more energy efficient and they're trying to use less water, well, when they're using less water, it's not flow. turning on yep. the uh, tankless yep. to start up. So basically we're we're washing in cold water. And then you get the people, now I'm a, a dish, what do you call it? I I wash the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. Yeah. You're, you're, a pre, the, you're the pre-wash. A pre-rinser. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pre-rinser. <laughs> yes. So the people who aren't pre-rinsers, who want that scrubbing effect with hot water, sometimes can be a challenge. So like you say, you turn on your tap, you get the hot water there. Yep. That's good for the first one. Yeah. But, but then, that, when, then it, when it comes around for a rinse or a second wash, it may be cold water at that yes, time. Yeah. So, so it is a challenge out there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I have a recirc. So what I can do, I press a button. Now my hot water uh, tankless is a condensing, which means it's one pipe out and it's mine's uh, 10, 11 years old. So it's only 80% efficient and, uh, but I now had a auto hot put in that I can, so when I come in, if I know I'm going to do the dishes or whatever, I press a button, it starts up to get the flow going. And now I have hot water at every tap and the dishwasher and wherever I want. Right. Uh, now that's only, and then it shuts off once it reaches a certain temperature. So if I, you know, was smart. You know, I could listen to the dishwasher here that has gone through one cycle. I could press it again and it would start to flow up and there would be hot water there all the time. Yeah. Um, my unit had a, I wouldn't call it a defect, but it had a, a little micro switch that was in the wrong position. And what it did is every time the temperature dropped, it started up. So I had hot water 24 hours a day at every tap. And every time I talked to them, they'd say, well, no, ours doesn't yeah. work that way. 
And then when they finally figured it out, they said, okay, just take the cover off. Is dip three in the on position? I said, yeah. They said it should be in the off. To be honest, I liked it in the on position because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to hit a button. Yep. I automatically had hot water. Now, the problem with that is what's going to happen to my pipe? Exactly. Yep. It's going <laughs> to, you know, it's running all the time yep. and putting water through. Yep. So I'm really not saving energy. No. And my pipes are having water run through them all the time. Yeah, and which I, will wear them out. Right. Quicker, yeah. So I didn't s- flip it back, but now I have to remember to hit the button to... And sometimes, you know, you wouldn't think that's difficult, but sometimes <laughs> I go, oh, I didn't hit the button. But there is an automatic system that will do the same thing though, right? Yes. Like a radar sensing, you walk in the room, it turns it on for you system? Yep. And that's with the new um, Renai has that system built right in. So with me, I would have to change my tankless and put in the newer one mm-hmm. and then I could have that. So this auto hot was kind of a a break in between the two so that we didn't. And, you know, I'm getting asked now, how long will a tankless last? Yes. And I, all I can say is we've had them in for, you know, 12 to 15 years. And as long as they're maintained every year, they seem to be, yes, Steve, that's right. (laughs) They seem to be working fine and no issues. But I, there isn't really a definite, they're going to last 20 years or 30 years. I think they're going to last longer than a tank. And we're seeing tanks now that used to last 15 to 20 are more 10 to 12. And then the tanks are letting go. And, and now what, what can people look for before a tank's going to let go? Well, usually you'll start to get uh, a rusty, rusty water will start to come through on your hot water at all your fixtures. Usually first thing in the morning, the first time you use it, you'll get a blast of rust. And then it'll be gone. You'll think, oh, that's just something that's laying in the pipe. But usually it means the inside of the tank is starting to be attacked by the water. So it probably will spring a hole shortly. The amount of hot water you get, too, um, means the dip tube is probably going inside, which means that your tank is probably going. But it's usually that blast of rust first thing in the morning, which is usually the, the number one indicator. Now, what's an anode rod do? Well, that keeps, that's inside your tank. And, and what that does is all of the, the chemicals and everything that are in your water that attack the inside of the tank, attack that anode rod first. So that will keep your tank in, give it longer life before your tank starts to wear out. So that rod will also wear out too. If you would get a gray color in your water, that means that that anode is starting to wear out. And that also, that can show up in the aerators it in faucet? It certainly can. It you can. know, that when it breaks down, you'll get little white particles? That's right. That's right. When you take that aerator off, you'll see little white particles or gray particles. And, and that means that the, there's some stuff going on inside your tank that's not supposed to be. Depending on the age of it, you know, if it's over five years old, chances are your your tank is starting to to wear. Now the threads on um, an aerator are they backwards? No, no, they're not. No, no, no. <laughs> because I, it's just when you put those vice grips on to take it off. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're only backwards if your head is turned upside down. <laughs> 
or you're in Australia. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, oh, that's yeah. The and the way. water different, goes backwards. Different side of the equator. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, that, <laughs> does hard, hard water or soft water make a difference in that, Dan? Yes. Softer water does prolong the life of everything. All right. Y- your fixtures, your faucets, your water heaters, everything, it prolongs the life. The finishes on your faucets will last better. Uh, your toilets don't lime up. Yeah, it's it's good for everything, really. So the now you talked about the dip tube. Yes. Uh, and you said you you know if you don't have a lot of hot water, it can be a dip tube. So a dip tube goes to the bottom of the tank, right? So that when cold water comes in, it goes all the way to the bottom, yes. where the burner is to heat it up quickly. That's right. So how can a dip tube become well, a problem? Since that, when you you have to have something, the cold water has to go in your tank to push the hot water out. So it goes usually within six inches of the bottom of the tank so that it heats that cold water first. But as the dip tube, little pieces of it break off, the, tip, the dip tube gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So what you're doing is all that water that's in the bottom of the tank, think of it as a short cycle. That cold water doesn't go all the way to the bottom of the tank. It starts flowing across to the hot side when you may have only used a half a tank of water. So you've got a 40-gallon water heater, and you're really only using 20 gallons of it. So you might see shorter showers, or where you used to have two showers, now you're only getting one. That's a sign that that's starting to go. And that can be replaced. It certainly can. And I think the guys carry them on their truck now. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is it but it it is so if your tank used to give you two or three showers and now you're only right. getting one, yes. It may not be a bad tank, it may be a bad it dip tube. It might be the dip tube, yes. Dip tube. Sounds like Steve, doesn't it? <laughs> dip tube? No. 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 Sick. No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's but it's uh, yeah, we've seen it a few times and and replaced it. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to do unless you pull it out. It's the well, only way you can really that's tell. That's the only way you can tell, yes. And once you pull it out, you might as well put it you in there. You might as well replace it at that point. If now, if you're talking your tank is 10 years old, is it right. worth that? Maybe you're looking at a new tank. You're investing in, in tankless at that point. That's when it's best to get someone yeah. out to give you some options. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but if you have any questions, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or Waking everybody up this morning. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> getting, getting, getting them going, getting them a little rocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that one I was going to be number one. I tried to figure out, you know, <laughs> slowly wake them up and then we'll hit them with Thompson. <laughs> so. And we got, we're ending with Fly by Night. Now, I don't know why I put Queen down there. Well, uh, he must have been Hopefully sleeping. Kelly got that figured out. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. so the, uh, this kind of weather is transmission problems too. This is it your, can be, your, but it's you know my we, my spinning it all the way here because somebody bit. was driving fifteen kilometers an hour. Well, I drove from St. Thomas with a four wheel drive engage, so it was. Uh, it certainly uh, 
it plays havoc with the uh, with the operational systems on the vehicle. People just need to be patient. Snow tires the biggest thing. You put snow tires on, you be gentle. Yeah. Well, it's just. But if I'm spinning all four wheels, keep my card in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now the. can you spin all four wheels with an all-wheel drive? Uh, most systems will not allow it. They just uh, they have traction control on them, and they prevent that from being an issue. So they'll bring on the anti-lock brakes to to stop a wheel from spinning. Yeah, a lot yeah. going on. Lot, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot going on. There's a lot going on in vehicles these days that I'd like to shut off. Yes, <laughs> you know that automatic shut off. It's yeah. like, okay, well, how can I get rid of this? But well, we're gonna go to the phone lines, and we got Bob on the line. Go ahead, Bob. Hi. Hi. Just caught the tail end of what you're talking about on the uh, the thankless water heaters. Yes. Um, we've had ours for like just over three years, and that's one of the frustrating parts is that the hey, how it takes so long to get hot water. So there's no way to to get hot water any faster than with an older, like three year old machine. Then there is what they call a, there's a, a system out there, and you can Google it, but it's called Auto Hot. Okay. And what it is, you, we put it at the farthest um, fixture, like sink or away from the tankless. So in my house, that was in the master bedroom um, bathroom. And uh, it has a little pump in it and a controller with a thermistor that, that goes on the pipe so that it can shut off when it reaches temperature. And then it has a remote control button, a Wi-Fi button. Okay. So what's supposed to happen when my alarm goes off in the morning and I turn my alarm off, I'm supposed to hit that remote control button. And by the time I get to the bathroom, I have hot water. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's it's a temporary thing. Right. Okay. I see. And then uh, once it gets to temperature, it shuts it off. So I have one by my door when I come in the house so that if I know I'm going to do laundry and dishes and things like that, when I come home from work, I can hit that button. And by the time I get everything loaded up and turn it on, there's been hot water at everything. All right. Is it easy to install? It's easy to install. Um, You need an electrical outlet. That sometimes can be a challenge. If there's an outlet, you know, above it, electrician can usually drop a line and, and put an yeah. outlet below. Or if it's going in an area where the basement's unfinished and we can run a line, that's the biggest thing. But it is about $1,500 installed. Okay. So, uh, and uh, But it does work well. I put it in my home to test it. I wanted before we'll sell something, we usually test them to make sure they do what they say. And it definitely did improve it. I had within... You know, three to four seconds, I had hot water at that time. That's good to know. Okay, well, thanks. Okay, okay. thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. And it, you know, and that's, uh, you know, like you say, you it's change of habit yes. when you get a tankless versus a tank. Yeah. But right now, yours is not heating any water. No, no. Mine's not heating no. any water. Dan, what do you got? Mine is. Mine is heating <laughs> water. <laughs> Mine is heating water. Yeah, and, you know, we're sitting here. Yeah. So... There is savings to it. I I don't think it will ever save enough to pay for it, but there is savings that will look after it. And And, and you see, that is the savings that we do see on our bills every month. It it truly is. So, um, and and my wife's a stickler on that. So if we're going to do this, it better show right here. Yeah. Black and white (laughs) on that piece of paper. So, and it does. Yeah. And it, you know, and I've, mine is, 
Uh, I have, yours is a non-condensing. Yes. So you have a two pipe out. Yes. 92, 98% efficient. Yep. I have the 80% efficient and there's times that I'm going, you know, maybe I should upgrade it. One reason is mine comes out pretty low and when we get snow like this, I've got to make sure I've, there's been mornings I've turned it on and I'm going, okay, there's no hot water and it's because the vent's plugged. Yeah. So I'm yeah. in my pajamas going out front trying to clean the yeah. vent out. Not something his neighbors want to see? No, no, no definitely <laughs> the neighbors don't want to see, especially when I have my Superman pajamas on. You know. Superman or Supergirl? <laughs> Superman. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, but uh, it's, so I mean, uh, if I had the non-condensing, I could put it, put it up and, yeah. and look after that, yeah. so. But, uh, and they, they do take a little bit, but this auto hot definitely does work and it has. And that was us. one of their initial problems when they first came out with, with the tankless water heater. It wasn't so much the water heater or the operation of the water heater. It was that you had to wait longer because so they, they told people, so many people that was instantaneous. Yeah. Um, and it's not, if you're 20 feet away with the tankless, or a tank, you're 20 feet away. Hmm. So you want to be able to get the uh, hot water there quicker, you got to come up with a system. Yeah. Yeah. But there was under the counter ones though too, right? In Europe, that's yeah. what they all are. Yeah. They're, they're smaller units put in the bathrooms yeah. and the kitchens. Yes. And, and that's what people come over from Europe saying, well, I want the small unit. And, and they didn't work well in Canada right. because we were all used to one unit that would yep. do the whole house. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally Renai came out and built one and then other companies now have come along board yeah. and done that. So now we do got to do uh, some shout outs here to some of our coworkers. Uh, we have three new licensed refrigeration oh, technicians. So, great. um, Milton, uh, received his 313D oh, did he? and, uh, Corey and Josh, we found out just received their 313As. So oh, that's great. congratulations that's great. to those guys. A lot of hard work, a lot mm -hmm. of, yep. you know, you'd write the exam, you walk out. So did I answer number three, right? <laughs> you know, so. and I opened the book. I don't think I got four, right? I don't yeah. think I passed though. So. Yeah. It's really nice to see that they now don't have to worry it's about that It's quite an anymore. accomplishment. Yeah. Yep. And it's good that your company promotes that that continued education and training in the, in the business. So. Yeah. I think we have seven or eight, um, guys, you know, uh, what you, apprentices apprenticing now? going yeah. through to get there now, you know, I, I'm not a Ford fan, so don't everybody pick up the phone and start calling <laughs> me, but he did do one thing right by making it one-to-one -one ratio. Yep. So that allowed me to put more yeah. people on and allowed them to get more people with their licenses, which down the road is good. It will allow more yeah. people in the trade yes. and, and allow us to, it used to be, I would hire somebody and say, you'd be three years before I could yep. get you on an apprenticeship. Now we hired someone and they're not through their 90 days and they're on and an they're apprenticeship. On, yeah. So yeah. it gives them a better opportunity and hopefully stay with our company because they've got that opportunity to be a journeyman. And, and those, those three fellas and, you know, have been with the company a while and, yep. and are great, great, uh, employees and good technicians and it's a good thing for to see them get it yeah and i want to thank richard for nudging me i you know he's listening in must, morning richard must be more <laughs> snow up there than here but but i appreciate is. that and i i owe jeff a lunch now 
Because <laughs> Jeff and I had a little friendly wager, and so now I got to buy him lunch. No, you and you lost the wager. I lost the wager. Yeah, because <laughs> it is tough to pass these tests. It's not good uh, stuff. Yeah. So well, it shouldn't yeah. be easy. This is important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have you know you have things that can cause great harm in someone's house if done wrong. Yep. When we hire new employees and I do the onboarding orientation with them, one of my comments is you can kill someone. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we can have fun at work and we can enjoy it, mm -hmm. but you have to remember at the end of the day, if you make a mistake, yep. you could kill someone yep. and we have to Dire be serious. consequences for yeah. sure. And so we spend a lot of time on that and, you know, cross my fingers and Touch wood, it's, we've not had that, but you see it in the paper, you see it on TV. Yeah. You know, we see there was a, a contractor in uh, Windsor that got fined $75,000 and, you know, it's, it's out there when people oh, aren't doing their there. jobs yeah. right. So, yeah. and unfortunately, I mean, we saw what a car can do when it hits a gas meter yep. in East London here yep. and, and yep. The, the damage that can cause yep. by that. Well, that's why it's important sure. to deal with a company such as yours that does have accredited um, guys on 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 staff. Yeah, right. To know that you're dealing with, they're not just Joe's fly by yeah. night place. <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we had a three quarter inch black iron T that had a crack in it. Yeah, so brand new, and we installed it, and then there yeah. was a gas leak, and there which we checked for gas leaks, which mm -hmm. they found. We checked, and it was this three quarter inch T, and now that T is back. We're showing it to every employee and then we'll go back to the manufacturer of it and say, so how can this happen? Yeah. yeah. You know, we need an answer. Yeah. We're using your products and this is what's happened, what's yeah. gone on. And it wasn't from over tightening, you mm -hmm. know, it was cracked from the manufacturing. And, and yeah. new does not mean good. No. New means never, ever worked. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, uh, it's challenging, but, uh, congratulations to those guys. Yeah. Wish them all the best and many years in the field. Do you, how many years have you been a, a journeyman plumber, Dan? Let's get that out here. Couple. I'm waiting. It was a, it was a few decades ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I took my gas license like I'm 78, 79 yeah. in that area. Yeah. So while I was ago. 84 for mine. Yeah. So. <laughs> And we're all getting to the point where we're going to retire. Well, yeah. And I was just reading the other day about the huge number of uh, tradesmen that they're going to be short in 2023 through attrition and, yeah. you know, retire. And, and, yeah. and they're trying to get people through. They're trying to do a good job, but it takes, takes a while to get these fellows through. Yeah. And where it's got to start is in high school. Yes. You yes. know, it's got to start Absolutely. There. And yeah, that's, yeah. it was for me, you know, yep. I took sheet metal, electrical, electronics, all yep. that, but yep. we have to get back yep. there. Yeah. But that'll be a whole other show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. You can always get us on online at royinch.com. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.